0: Robert Milder is a Holland-based designer and environmentalist and the founder of circular furniture innovation company, Von Sant. He was born in a small town in Holland in 1973. In his early years, he studied business management and graphic design at University in Utrecht. After his career switch in 2010, he specialized himself in the furniture industry and created the brand Von Sant. With a strong focus on environmental awareness, he discovered a way to reintegrate plastic waste into the value chain, and to start a new revolution within the traditional furniture industry. Now, Von Desant designs and manufactures comfortable, sustainable furniture made from several waste streams. The furniture stops deforestation, reduces plastic waste and CO2 emission, creates local jobs and is 100% circular, which means that after the end of life cycle, every piece returns in the manufacturing process. You can find more about Desant from the online magazine Designing Ways July July 2019 edition. You can read about them from a Virgin article, and you can find out more about them from their Instagram account at Von Desant. Welcome, Robert. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you, Robert?
1: I'm doing well. How are you? I'm
0: doing so well, and I'm so <laughs> excited to talk to you, really. We have similar beards until last night, I, my, I went crazy with my scissors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but I guess for yours, from your side is from the coronavirus beard, right? For me, it's, um, I had it already before the whole crisis started. Yeah. I just wanted to have something different and here it is <laughs> but it's easy now because you don't, you don't go out that much so you can just leave it the way it is.
0: Yeah. I actually found myself last night watching uh, a whole bunch of tutorials on how to properly groom your beard. And I was like, you got to get oils and products and brushes and hair
1: dryers. I did a month ago, and I was like, "But how can they do it so straight? And how do it? And how?" I was like, "What?" So I started, <laughs> but it didn't turn out. Right. <laughs> I just leave it like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get the curly stuff on the sides, and it was just too much. So yeah, yeah. So is it actually ten o'clock at night where you are?
1: Yeah, it's ten o'clock at night. It's still light. It's uh, yeah, it's um the summer is coming so it's still light mm-hmm. uh, i think around 10 30 the sun will go down you will see it on the background you will see it slowly go away
0: i became aware of von Desant while side gigging at a place called national geographic encounter in times square three years ago i think national geographic opened in october of 2017 uh, mm-hmm. and okay. um so i came to new york t- uh to really begin an acting career letting go of computer programming just focusing on my true calling which is acting however if you're going to do that in new york if you're going to do any art form in new york you must have one or more what we call survival gigs or side gigs it turned out it was a perfect perfect fit because i'm a certified scuba diver i'm an environmentalist and a conservationist and this was absolutely Perfect for me. I get to command an audience of thirty to forty people for forty-five minutes. So the actor in me is very happy. I get all this attention, and I get to talk about what I like. Every day was a little different. Some improv, depending on who was involved in my audience. But one of the things that I included in my tour because we we customize our tour so that it's not just a generic template that we're all following is I always talked about von Dessant in one of our scenes, as we call them. We have ten scenes in the encounter. Yeah. Yeah. In the scene four, there are five Vendassant benches in there, which are these very heavy, but inc- yep. incredibly comfortable benches. So like on slow days, if I had two people on my tour, I would lay down on one of your benches and just my, my body for four minutes would just go, ah, because it was so comfortable. And we actually have your benches throughout the encounter in different spa- spaces. So people don't just have to stand. And, because I included Von Desant as part of my my tour, yep. semi frequently, people would say, "What was that name again? Where can I buy these?" And so I would have to forward your information to them. But that's how I got turned on to your company. And this is the most I will you will have heard me speak during this interview,
1: by the way. Oh no! It, it just <laughs> keep interrupting me. It doesn't matter because it's fun. And it's funny that you say that they were heavy because they were quite heavy. And uh, but there was there was there was a. purpose first of all we wanted to put as much as possible on plastic waste inside of course eh? it's 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 our goal eh? what what we do with with our company is that uh, we try to pick up waste and we put it back in the economy and never enter the environment anymore plus it was supposed to be that no one is um, shoved the benches aside or if someone sits on it it breaks really easily so it had to be high quality, plus a little bit comfortable, of course. And that was our goal. But it's, it's funny that you, because I never heard where they were standing. I just heard they are somewhere at the event, but probably I was thinking maybe at the entrance or something. Someone's gonna sit up, and I knew that there are some lounge furniture in the in the area of uh, where they where they have all the events. There are some some lounge furniture there. I'm still, I don't know if it's still there, but. But yeah, yes, it's funny that you uh, that you contacted us on on, on that way, that Van Zandt. I, 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 I in English I call myself Van Zandt. Okay. because if you see if you see some uh, from 2016 uh, there was um, we were on stage with our furniture by um, um, the Ocean Conference and they were pronouncing the, 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 the lady um, uh, some kind of a minister I guess. Sorry yeah, for, for not knowing exactly her name. But she was announcing our furniture and she said, this is furniture from Van de Sand. The
0: furniture on the stage today is from Van de Sand and is made entirely from recycled materials. So it just shows you what can be done when there's a will to innovate.
1: So that's cool because it's Dutch. But anyway, it sounds a little bit American and a little bit exotic and of course Dutch. So um, yeah, that's, that's cool how how you uh, how you remember that that we are um in the spot where it's all about that eh? because yeah, the, the the ocean encounter it's about the ocean it's about virtual world and it's about how it's looking uh, how we are looking at it now eh? it's it's more plastic pollution than it's it's uh fish and they they predict that 2050 is more plastic than fish in the ocean so and that's why i try to do something good out of my life and make um, make this uh, wonderful furniture out of plastic waste. So
0: you're an artist, uh, I would call you because you, you are a designer. Would uh, would you call yourself an artist?
1: Um, Well, when you, when, when you now ask a question again, eh, and also by by email, I mean, I don't see myself as an artist. I I also don't even see myself as a real designer, however I am, but I also, I I create something, but I'm more like an entrepreneurial designer. My goal was also, I mean, if you see, if you go back to that bench again, eh? the if you see it from a distance, you don't see it's made from recycled content. That was my purpose. So, as a designer, you don't go crazy on, on all the materials that you have, and you create something really uh, a design piece or whatever. I decided to make something that is common for everyone that you can have in your home. Now you talk about the bench, but if you have your normal sofa at home, it's the same feeling. We we can change the sofa in your home. We can change exactly how we do, and you don't even notice it. But we make a difference because it stops deforestation, all the things what you were saying in the beginning. And uh, so in that way, I don't see myself as a real artist until, okay, I make some crazy things. It's the same as in in National Geographic. We made a a bar, also totally made out of recycled uh, plastic. Um, from the ocean, but yeah, being an artist like that for me, it's, it's a common thing. It's, it's, uh, I do think a little bit more out of the box and I think every artist has to do that, think out of the box. Um, but calling myself someone, yeah, maybe, maybe, yes, mm. I think so.
0: Yeah. Robin yeah. Williams actually one of his quotes is he thinks that you have to have a little bit of madness to be a good artist. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and maybe I should call me an artist then because a lot of people <laughs> think I'm a little bit mad and crazy and, and because when I started all this, I just um, changed the regular industry into something sustainable, they would say that I was crazy and it's not possible and it's not I say, Yeah, of course it's possible. We need to do something and that is the what I believe the perfect solution. But it took me a while to convince a lot of people. It took me a long time. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, something what's uh, what's now really hot, huh? and not only in uh, that you've seen by natural Geographic, but also yeah, and in the rest of the world. Huh? Well, I
2: was going to uh, ask you for your circular yeah. model. Uh, how long mm-hmm. how long did it take to get that the circular model going, and and how many countries are you now in? Because You were talking um, in one of your interviews about expanding to the UK and manufacturing there. Um, Have you expanded and are you in North America? Where are you located all now?
1: We're we're still in Holland. Um, I did explore. I also lived in the US for for three years. Uh, That was in 2011, 2012, 2013, I guess. Um, I already w- I was already doing the same what I do now. Only that moment was working with U.S. partners and recycling was not a real done deal. Eh? It's I don't know how it is now in the U.S., but it's difficult to, to get the whole system going. But I knew my customers were in the U.S. So after being there, I, I traveled around a bit. I ended up in an island called Curaçao in the Caribbean. Um, I wanted to do there the same, but that was a little bit, difficult also eh? Uh, it's it's something again the mad guy is coming inside a country and they want to change (laughs) an industry what the hell are you doing here Mm um so being back in holland now for three years um uh setting up the whole thing again and 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 doing even better what we did before eh? you you go you innovate the first two years that you start again eh? because you have a product and you want to be more sustainable uh, you want to use less water all those kind of things so it costed two years and now um yeah now we have our our base we had already had nice nice things like National geographic and other things in the u.s but also in the uk a few things i was in, in the uk on in, in a in a tv show but there was one problem is the market ready for sustainability mm-hmm. um and that's what was, from my point of view, really important to make something that looks exactly the same as the regular thing. So if someone needs to pick now, uh, if you have two similar pieces of furniture, one is um, a normal piece and the other one is exactly the same, but it's sustainable and, and circular, which one do we choose? Probably the circular because now it is going to happen. And that system of circular, I mean, I, I do it already f- for a while but nothing is coming back yet so you understand it's not only um it's not only the story that i'm telling it's sustainable sustainable also means it it lasts longer and it can la- last longer it's stronger uh but the system of returning yeah that's that's now what we are now developing in holland is already perfect it's already working if it's needed, eh? but um, that's why my and probably I'm going to tell you a little bit later about it. My my vision is also to have the, all those little manufacturing hubs all around the world to to not to fly or to ship the furniture all over over the world because then you're not even sustainable. and you're not thinking about the environment. So I want to be close to our uh, customers, but also to the with the, with the manufacturing with with local jobs. That like was uh, in my introduction. Huh? You create local jobs. That's all a part of the whole system what I'm thinking about. But it's Circular, yeah, I mean, if you go li- dive deeply in a furniture piece, it, you can um, dismantle the whole piece and you can recycle it again and put it back in, the, in our production fa- facility or you separate it and you use it as parts again in our system. So it's no waste. There, there's no waste, there's no... um yeah, extra amount of energy needed. There's no, yeah, it's it just it's, uh, what, what we believe and we have proven it. That's just a part of the future.
2: I think it's very wise and it's very well needed. I was also yeah. going to ask about, um, I know that a lot of your um, your customer base is higher end uh, because of the cost of doing this now, but you, do you see this as becoming accessible to yeah. all households soon? Or is it yep. a longer term? No.
1: I mean, if you are a cheap brand, all of the cheap brands are manufacturing is in low um, income com- com, uh, countries. In in, in we, we don't do that. We, we we manufacturing in Holland or on the spot where we want to be. And that means you have to pay a little bit more. So, oh, for sure. Um, but we, we already now achieve the mid-range and that's already a better achievement. If you go really cheap, I mean... Is it the, I think we, we need to change our mindset completely in, in every model. We need to start from zero and then design what we now know, what we didn't knew 50 years ago. But it also means the whole financial system needs to be different. Um, I, I don't know if you saw it in some kind of article, but we're also discussing interior as a service. So for you as a private client, you want a piece of furniture from us, we deliver you the piece of furniture. You don't have to pay for it only when you use it. So there's some kind of a measurement system that measure how many times you sit on, on your sofa and you pay for your sofa like that. And at the end of life cycle, it, it is our property. We we are obligated to take it back, but we have also that waste stream in hand. So there is no there is no waste. There is no... There is no um, problems, there is no, I mean, you are using only the product because you want to sit. And if you want another design, we change the design or something. So that, that whole business model is, is changing in the world. Eh? The whole structure is, is about to change. The entrepreneur
0: is seeking 70,000 pounds in return
1: for a 15% share in his business.
0: Any bits
1: of this not recycled? The uh, screws and bolts. Really? To put That's it together. It? That's it. That's it.
2: Well, it's very uh, timely that we're speaking to you during this worldwide pandemic when the, the idea of the, the global economy is partially responsible for the spread of the pandemic to begin with and is bringing to light a lot of the problems with manufacturing with uh, our supply chain with where things are coming from and how these interruptions uh, and the pollution that comes with it and our daily lives and the pollution that comes with it and and the lack of sustainability of even our financial systems are, are really yeah. apparent right now
1: it's everything huh? and if you can imagine that the climate crisis is is way worse than than coronavirus yes and uh, people don't realize and but the coronavirus stopped this planet in, in one month. And we are fighting for climate change because we don't see it. People, a lot of people don't see it. I mean, we now have the second year in a row that it's really dry in Holland. That's not normal for this time of year. And now people are going to be concerned huh? because we don't have enough water to, to, to sp- spray our flowers. We need to be careful with the water. We've never been like that. Now people realize, but can you imagine if about in, in about 10 years, but then it's too late to act. So now coronavirus maybe make people realize that we can change and we need to, eh? we need, we need to, I mean, in the U S you have, you have different kinds of rules and different kinds of solutions and even no solutions. We have the same in Holland. Um, but we need to act now and maybe now is even a moment to do that completely sustainable restart. I understand the economy needs to get booming again, but why not in a different way? Because even in sustainability, there are a lot of jobs, even more than the normal regular way. Yeah, people don't realize huh? People always think think in in cabins, they don't step out of that box. Yeah, that is a challenge. But I was already, before coronavirus, I was doing a challenge on, on convincing people, like, you know what? You don't sit on a different chair. I mean, of course, we are a bit more expensive, even though... Like I told you, we, we can now compete with, with, with a lot of other brands. And we, okay, we need to have better designs. Eh? We got a lot of designers and whatever, but we are going there. But most important is, um, we have to go there with everything. I mean, our furniture, eh? all, those, all those topics like deforestation and, and, and water. If you think about it, um, one furniture piece reduces 8,000 liter water per piece. Wow. less that's a lot that's a lot of water mm-hmm. count all those furniture pieces in, in who are now there available um, and those things it's we need to think about it. we need to think on okay how are we gonna I mean it's it's really bad that right? the coronavirus a lot of people passed away even in the US I, I follow the news every day what's what's happening in the world and um, but there's gonna be more people dying if we don't do anything about climate change, if we don't do anything about pollution, if we don't do all those kind of things. So, yeah.
2: Well, I'm from, I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and uh, we're seeing regression in our political system. We had been making advances towards more sustainability and a government, a provincial government that was really looking forward thinking. And we've really slid back to, it's actually you know, Im- impossible to understand, the oversupport of the oil and gas industry, which has been what Alberta boomed on. But it's you know we've been watching the, sink, the sinking ship. And yeah. uh, But the challenge is, again, how do we bring this type of manufacturing and sustainability? And that was really the big question is, how can we bring it here? Because it would make sense to stop shipping our recycling overseas yeah. to countries where we just don't see it. It's not that it's not there, it's just we don't see it anymore. Turning a blind eye, and right? Instead
1: of using it, I, I, I was also really surprised when I lived in the U.S. Huh? If if I was living alone first, the first year, and um, when I went went shopping to a supermarket or something, you cannot buy just normal for one person. It's mass production. It's massive. Everything. A normal bag of chips is like if like if like I couldn't see my own on my own TV anymore if I was sitting on the sofa because it was. And that the whole industry makes it cost that the pollution and everything. Now people that. need to stand up. I think the yeah. the the um, they have uh, they have word for that. Um, um, generation Green, eh? this is the generation before us. Um, they are now standing up, but they are pointing fingers to us if we do wrong now, if we don't do anything, if we don't change. And that is now. And but but where to start? Eh? Who's going to say it? Is going to the politicians are going to say that we that we need to change i think that, i think they need to make the decision i think they need to be tougher on the whole situation because we realize now i mean i was in all kind of all kind of groups and they asked me to fly to the u.s for only one day um, a meeting and we were talking about environmental and the, the yeah. environment i mean i'm not flying there i'm just i can do the same as you now and Telecom. it's proven now the whole world is standing still and it's proven that we can communicate on this way there's normally you see my background you see the planes maybe in the sky sometimes, nothing anymore. I mean we can do it, of course, the jobs mm-hmm. you need to think about the jobs and the people who need to, to to eat and and but there are so many other opportunities
0: so about i don 't know a number of decades probably ago, I felt called to the Netherlands mm-hmm. um, and the reason is because my evolving Set of ideals, I realized were were not in conjunction with my own country's set of ideals. So, mm-hmm. so I do not identify with the United States. To be honest with you, uh, I I am an American. There's nothing I can do about that. Yep. There's it's a part yep. of part of who I am. It is part of my own cultural outlook. Yeah, yep. but I don't identify with pretty much most of my countrymen or country people. So, I was looking at. like where should I go I need to go somewhere where people feel the same way about life so I started to look like well let's not give up on the US let me look at the individual state states maybe there are Green Party people that are really advancing and that's more more in line with what how I view uh, how we should handle politics and basically I was just like why am I why do I continue to look in the US this is a big world and So when i started to do that i found the netherlands and i found new zealand um, uh, scandinavia so these are areas yeah. that i really revere and in particular where you live i believe and i say this all the time i said it at national geographic encounter when i met people from your area you live in the zenith of human potential as far as this planet is concerned right now that's yeah. real that's reality like your yeah. focus Your focus in that part of the world is on quality of life part of this is realizing that we have taken this regressive turn at least in in my country of the focus being on ego and the young useful everything is marketed towards a useful uh consumer base or a useful mindset or an egoic Mm -hmm. mindset whereas where you are i know that you have problems it's not a, a you know euphoric existence there you have issues you're human beings yeah but if you could describe what it was like to grow up in that culture and then how did that turn you into someone that said i need to look at business and design and everything
1: differently that was actually the moment i mean i grew up here on the same way as everyone else does and not only focusing on sustainability i knew that holland is below sea level so when the sea is rising, then we are the first country you have, have a problem. But we are doing preventing. We, we're preventing stuff. Right? We think about the future. And then I moved to the U.S. And then I realize I really need to do something because people don't realize. And in the U.S., with all due respect, and no offending on no one, but they act when always something already happened. And you need to prevent. If there's a fire, everyone is really... Admiring all the first responders. And, and again, all respect, they, they do the perfect job, but prevent. Example is the coronavirus. Prevent. And that's what we are doing. And that's how I realized, but only by looking from the other side to Holland, to live in another country, and then look again, yeah, but Holland is not so bad at all. And then I more focused on, you know, um, I was doing it already, but I didn't tell the story yet. But then I thought the moment is there to tell the story. But only when I came back in Holland, that was difficult to tell the story because they think I'm a little bit crazy and 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 I had to push myself up again to be to be to get the attention to get the stage but that was mostly actually because you know what I have to see Holland from another point of view again, and then coming back and then I realized yeah we're not so bad and with the, the same with plastic waste I mean there's a Great Dutch, he was a kid when he had the idea that Boyan uh, Slath, who, who does the Pacific uh, garbage patch, and a kid has to tell us how we need to fix it. I mean, he's right, but it's unbelievable that we are now looking at him. Oh, it's so amazing. And again, those multinationals jump on him and they want to have and have a piece of the pie only for the attention, but at the end, they also pollute us. But being in Holland, I mean, that's, that's, a, a, that's a good thing. The only thing is we got really annoyed by some countries. I won't mention names, but people open your eyes, prevent instead of, instead of act at the end. I can mention a lot of examples, but on how we look at things from this side of the ocean and say, you know what, why it can be so easy. And i go back to the story of the big bag of chips that's just about pollution. I mean, I throw half away of the chips because it's too much. So why is that? Because people want to earn more money. Those multinational want to earn more money, but you cost a lot of pollution, a lot of uh, food waste. And that is, yeah, for me, I mean, I'm you're saying I'm an environmentalist, but I'm more realistic on how, on how it is. Because things are not necessary like this i go shopping and i want to buy a package of milk for myself a gallon of milk i mean i gain weight within the first month because it's so much i don't need so much but they force you to buy so much that means you throw away your your milk you throw away i had a bag of chips and really literally i sat in front of the tv i couldn't see my tv anymore so big (laughs) (laughs) and But that means also I don't eat the whole thing, so I'm going to throw it away. And that's a waste. And people don't realize it's only more, more, more. Yeah. And there's no one who said, you know what? Yeah. There's all those lobbies and and, and with the politicians that we need, the people need more because they need only, it's only about money. It's not only about money. It's about, I don't want to become that fat because of all the chips. I don't (laughs) want to throw it away.
2: Yeah, that's the okay. hard part, right? We don't want to be wasteful, but at the same time it be and, But it'd be- you know,
1: I I'm, I'm also typical Dutch because when I came in the US, I mean, you get a free refill. I I, I mean as a Dutch person, we like free, you know? If it's free. <laughs> so, I just finished my glass of cola there and before I even know it, it was full again. It's, oh, it's free. But in one week I was I was tired of it. All that food waste and all that stuff. I mean, stop it already. But again, I can give you a lot of examples, nothing to do about the oh, furniture, but that, that is how we see it, huh? how we see it. A lot of people are overweighted because and they cannot help it because there's some kind of addiction in, in chips and stuff. I do it now in Holland too. But it's, it's all the, the multinational the manufacturers huh? who, who make it so much. Because if you buy a big bag, you feel bad that it's waste, it's we keep eating.
0: So, Robert, was this visit to the States what inspired your entrepreneurialism with regard to creating Vendassant bon or was that already a concept? That was, just-
1: no, was already a concept. It's only uh, got me more to my attention. The waste uh, what's there and there is no control about uh, the whole waste stream. So it's mostly on landfills. And also when I went to the Caribbean, um, that I just wanted to go to the beach. And I had to push away the plastics to lay down on the beach. And that came from not even the island itself. It just washed with the water. And I was like, yeah, come on. This is not even possible. I mean, I don't have to be an environmentalist for this. I'm, I will be stupid not to see it. And then I realized, yeah, you know what? There is a solution. That solution is even more. And I want to push it more. And I want to, I want to do it more. And that's about preventing it. Eh? Again, you prevent something that... I mean, I prefer not to get it out of the ocean. I prefer to get it from the streets already. Or even before, and put it somewhere really well. And again, plastic is not bad. Huh? It's it's recyclable. As long as it's recyclable, people need to be educated to recycle it. So that's prevention. And that helps already a lot. But that's that's a, a big challenge. And yeah, I hope um, we're going to go the right direction, all of us. And that... You know, they, they want to start the economy again, eh, every around the world, because of the coronavirus. That means also people need to buy again, eh, eh, to bring it all up. But let's think: Do we need everything like that? Do we need from everything, or where we just happy now at home with the family and and sometimes a little bit crazy? But uh, yeah, do we need things? We need.
0: Yeah, has the pandemic and the lockdown has that affected? What you're doing as Von or not so much?
1: Well, um, regarding to, to to projects, yes, it did affected us um, because uh, yeah, a lot of companies don't do anything anymore. They were locked down, so offices don't have furniture anymore. But then, as an entrepreneur, you need to change your mindset. Eh? There's another opportunity, and there's another things to do. But honestly, I think the world just needed this. the, the planet was. In, in in one in 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 one um, month it really literally stopped no planes were flying everything stopped so it is also for us on to decide as a sustainability company we're going to go that direction we're going to be have that sustainable uh, restart and we need to push that forward with this kind of interviews and this kind of talks and maybe you think I'm a little bit crazy but i believe this we really really need to do
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you're yeah. crazy, which is why you get along with us so well. So. Yeah, I mean, I can talk for hours.
1: I, I will keep on talking. You will probably fall asleep with a big no,
0: idea. <laughs> Thank you so much. This you're has been, welcome. This has been like a real gift for me personally because of where you live sure. and what you do, uh, and you're a great. You seem like a great guy too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Likewise, for us hope. I mean. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of hope.